Welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. We have a slightly less conventional podcast today uh, as far as subject matter goes, but I think y'all are going to love it. First, as always, uh, the How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. And on that note, Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a daily basis on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. That's F-L-A-B-S-T-O fitness.com. Last but not least, we are also brought to you by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. Woo! All right. Today's podcast guest is Amanda Crawford. She is working with a wellness startup here in Austin, but she has a particular interest in cannabis research as well as its healing properties and this episode quickly turned into an all about cannabis discussion which I think is pretty dang cool. So without further ado, here is Amanda Crawford. Well, hi guys. Uh, this is we're on Instagram Live over here, and so uh, we're doing our podcast recording, Hobby Health Podcast. Uh, we have Amanda here, Morris, right? Uh, Crawford, Wes Morris, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we're here to talk about. We're going to talk mainly about cannabis, and and we're going to learn some stuff. And we it was about time that we did a, a, a 
we, oh, have we, not talk, we have not talked about meat, weed, or marijuana, or cannabis, or <laughs> CBD. Mota. Mota. Yeah, I, in college we used to call it motivation. Motivation. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely just giving my life some more notes. Yeah. Motivation. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have John here as well, too. Dr. Dozo, or Nurse Dozo, I should say. It's better. Nurse Dozo. Nurse Dozo. And then Tex Mags Yogi here, so let's go ahead and, and let's do this. So, so Amanda was talking about. Something really cool. We we said like I really want to talk about cannabis because we're asking like you know first okay first of all let's preface this. We met Amanda coincidentally at a pop up we were doing. We were there at a line uh, Pilates every Thursday and we ran into it. She started talking about NAD, right? Yep. You're talking about NAD treatment, yep. right? And so she was getting NAD IVs done, and <laughs> I was like, that's really cool because how do you know about that, you know? And so you kind of went out of your way to get it. And we'll get into that in a second, but mm-hmm. we we're we're big on NAD right now. Like we're we're doing shots, we're doing IVs, you know, like it's he the best did, thing ever. Yeah, it's amazing. Outside like, of cannabis. I love it, right? So <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like when we place things here in house in this clinic, we want it to be like some of the optimal things that you want to include in your own uh, regimen, right? So like CBD, cannabis is like another thing like NAD where it's like there's a lot of benefits, right? So you just said there's cannabis, oh no, there's cannabinoids in breast yes. milk. Yes. Okay, so as we know, breast milk is given for up to about one year's uh, of the birth weight, right? So uh, it's all your immune system, like anti-globulins, it's your immunity, it's essentially your mother's passing everything that that child ever needs in order to have a strong immune system. Right. And now you're telling me there's cannabinoids in that? Yeah. Yep, exactly. And, and so to me, that is just one of those like quick takeaways that, that lets us know how critical cannabis and cannabinoids are to human development overall. And so for me, I mean, like we met, we talked about NAD, you know, we started going down the rabbit hole of, you know, human optimization, biohacking, performance, you know, everything we can do to kind of get that leg up. And cannabis for me has been one of those main things that has really felt like it's given me that leg up. It's, it's incredible for restorative sleep. It's incredible for pain and dealing with anxiety and stress and it's just it's completely transformed our lives i mean before i mean before three years ago i'll say i could probably count on my hand how many times i had taken a puff of a drink you know or something like that and um like we were just chatting about a little bit earlier uh my husband and i got to go behind the scenes of this of this entire mecca of cannabis in Denver and all of a sudden I had a spark um, ignited where it was like wow this is a plant so much more than I ever thought it was and ever heard it was I grew up in Oklahoma and so it was just like oh my god you're smoking weed you're a stoner like you're going to hell sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) gateway drug it's the devil's playpen yeah 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 exactly exactly and so um so it was amazing to have I mean just seriously only like three years ago to have this entire new world open up to plant medicine and utilizing and it was kind of when we also started going down the road of like all these crazy different biohacks that maybe we can get into but we don't have yeah, to yeah right we don't we don't have enough time to get <laughs> yeah, into all that right yeah don't. i have a list right here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. okay so explain to us what cannabinoids mean because it, it's not the same thing as weed is it or is it weed so cannabinoids, we ha- naturally have occurring throughout our body. So there's actually a concentration of cannabinoids in our brain and in our in our guts. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
so the cannabinoid system, it, it's been discussed as kind of like a lock and key system where when we ingest cannabinoids, basically we're, we're making those receptors happy. And so your body just naturally starts to feel happy. That's why you usually feel good or less stressed or less anxiety. And you guys can maybe go more into the science mm -hmm. of it. Um, you know, when you ingest CBD or, you know, or THC, edibles, smoke, vape, sure. all the fun things. Yeah. yeah. I always looked at it because like, uh, <clears throat> whenever you read on like evolution books and stuff like that, and you talk about like different uh, birds or insects are made for specific plants and, and even those plants grow in a certain way, especially with like orchids, right? So that only a specific type of bug can get in there and get that nectar. So that way, and it's weird because like we have our cannabinoids, they're not there for no reason, right? They're there for, for a good reason. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, and it's, it's just so interesting looking at kind of what the NFL is looking mm -hmm. into right now with, you know, brain damage and mm -hmm. uh, trauma concussions um you know and you look at you look at ex-players like ricky williams and what he's doing right now in the cannabis industry because he is so motivated to see you know how cannabis is basically this regenerative plant that is meant to be in our bodies yeah yeah and so let's say someone has no idea how to find cannabinoids right let's start from the basic principle so you have Weed, which is marijuana, right? And so it's a plant that's been grown for thousands of years here on Earth, right? And obviously... Naturally occurring in every continent, I think, except one. Really? Yes. Which one? Antarctica? Because we're not going... <laughs> yes, we're okay. not going to Antarctica. I'm going, I'm going there <laughs> I'll bring my own kind of... Okay, so, so it's, it's naturally occurring on every continent, pretty much, except for Antarctica, which means it was a natural part of this Earth. It was here for a reason, right? I, I'm a firm believer that whatever was developed here was given to us for a reason. Like we can find our solution in nature, right? right. With exactly. anything, right? Yes. Uh, derivative of penicillin, derivative of, uh, of NSAIDs, uh, the poppy seed turned right. into morphine, right? So, I mean, that's essentially nature, right? So mm -hmm. you have the weed, mm -hmm. which essentially has a bud to it, right? So then you have the bud, which if you have some good strain, you have like a nug, right? <laughs> that's essentially what it is, right? So, yeah. And it's more potent, right? But yeah. in that nug is essentially what is used for smoking, inhaling, extracting, all that. Okay, so let's say I take this and the traditional ways to smoke it, mm -hmm. all right? You're saying that in that nug, in that plant, in that bud or whatever, there's um, there's a green called cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. Now, is cannabinoids going to essentially get someone high? Is that why people smoke weed, no. is for cannabinoids? No, I mean, not necessarily. So it just... Some really good questions. <laughs> yeah, so no, not necessarily because we look at CBD, you know, or hemp, and those those aren't going to get you high. Um, I did just learn something that's super interesting though. So if you ingest hemp, there's actually there's an acid in the stomach that can convert CBD, you know, or hemp or CBD actually over into THC. And so that's why there are all these warning labels with CBD and things like that, where if you, if you consume CBD, um, there's a potential, if you ever got drug tested, right. it would show up as THC. Just found that out. That well, someone mentioned that too, because most of them have like small ratios, right? Like exactly. high amount of CBD, a little bit of THC. Which is due for the uptake. For, to be able to better receive CBD, usually you want to have a very small percentage of THC to act as basically yeah the yeah and that, that mean it makes sense but like so like if you look at I guess we're talking about the ingredients of what makes up mm -hmm. the properties of, of the weed 
uh, marijuana, the bud itself. So you have, I'm, I'm guessing you have cannabinoids, which are referred to as CBD, mm -hmm. and you have the THC aspect, right? Yeah, I think cannabinoids are, I mean, we could have an entire conversation on cannabinoids, and I'm, I may not be the best person for that conversation. Because um, as far as how I've broken it down, it's, it's kind of what are those synergistic effects that come within the cannabis plant. And so we're also talking about terpenes, which are essentially the essential oils of cannabis. Okay. Terpenes are huge drivers with how our bodies react and respond to cannabinoids in the, can in the cannabis plant. And so you're looking at companies, we can take, there's a company called Dosis, for example, and what they've done is they have reintroduced terpenes uh, into specific strains of cannabis to deliver a desired effect. And so they have, this is like, that's cool. <laughs> their, com their company is one of my favorite companies just based on their technology and their thought process alone. So they were listed as one of Time Magazine's uh, 2016 Best Inventions of the Year. And it's a small pen. It kind of looks like a pregnancy test um, or a tampon. But it's a small little white vape pen. And when you inhale, you inhale 2.25 milligrams until it vibrates. Or you inhale until it vibrates and you know that you've been dosed exactly 2.25 milligrams of whatever THC, CBD, cannabinoid. Is yeah, whatever. And, um, and how, they, how they label their strains are calm, bliss, relief, passion, arouse, um, sleep. And so those, those are actually, I think, all of the variables that they have. But what they've done is they, they have strains that kind of, you know, they see hybrid indica sativa, they kind of deliver those desired effects, but then they add back in the terpenes to really help guide that experience. And so you have certain terpenes like myrcene or limonene, and limonene is going to be a little bit more active, and um, you'll have a little bit more of that effect. And so just like we use essential oils in our house for, you know, whatever it is, the same happens in cannabis, which I find to be really interesting. I don't know if we're... Well, no, no, I, I, I think that's great because you, no, you essentially have more than just two extracts. Sure. Right, like so now you're looking at a plant that has numerous benefits yeah. if you extract it right. So like imagine you take the THC out of it, which we all know the THC is the, the stuff that's going to get you high, the euphoria, mm -hmm. the munchies, whatever. Right, yeah. that's the stuff that's illegal. Yep. You take that out or take it to a small microdose amount, then right. all of a sudden you have all these other uh, extracts and ingredients in marijuana that essentially is going to give you all kinds of benefits because essentially all that stuff in there, the ingredients, our bodies were made to receive them. Right, you keep talking about the lock and key, the receptors aspect. Mm -hmm. So, like, our bodies were not designed to receive alcohol. Nope. All right, our bodies were not designed to necessarily receive cow milk the way it's been, you know, right. brought up now. Right, but our bodies have been designed to receive cannabis yeah. and cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. Right, and well, so that's the illegal stuff. But but yet, <laughs> but yeah, but the thing is about it is there's such a stigma involved. The second you bring up marijuana. You look at you look at the reaction from a person and be like, how are they going to react? Are they going to react offensive? Are they going to be really cool with it? Like you almost like you know, they's confused. Are you cool, man? Are you cool? Like right. you're gonna, you're gonna cool with it? Oh and, yeah, you like have to have some kind of like little key, yeah, you, you know, like little password or something. Like yeah, that. and that's a situation <laughs> because it's more like, are you cool with what we're about to talk about? Because it's not necessarily the idea that someone doesn't agree with there's benefits of cannabinoids. The idea is just saying they were never told about it because 
the light that's been shed and the, the image of marijuana has been that of that it's an illegal substance, it's a controlled substance, it's damaging to the body, and that's why it's been illegal since like the 20s, right? And so it's been almost 100 years, and the stigma with marijuana is that it's going to make you go crazy. It's going to cause you to hallucinate. You're going to go on a... Reef You're going to go on a murdering rampage. And we all know... Or you're going to be lazy. And yeah, and, and we all know that's a crock. Like, it's yeah. such a crock because... I know plenty of people who smoke who are the most productive people in the world. I know the smartest people in the world who are chemists who essentially say, I have anxiety. I'd rather not take an anti-anxiety pill or a benzodiazepine that I know could probably kill me. I'm not. I'm going to take this thing uh, uh, like cannabinoids and CBD and THC because I know it helps me. That was 30 years ago. Those same people have said, did you know that you can extract this, put frankincense oil with it, and then you know, put it in this type of like vaporizer and all of a sudden you remove all the tar from it. You know, I can adjust it to where you remove some of the THC and now it's all CBD cannabinoids. And now essentially what you're smoking or inhaling now is good for irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. And it's a form of medicine. Mm -hmm. And so now you have all these CBD products that are everywhere, right? Not only are the head shops, but they're in chiropractor's offices, right? You can go to the local pharmacy. They're making them, putting them in the water. Yes, I no, saw that. Yeah, yeah we saw that. We had a, we saw a friend that has a, a water fountain that they're going to be dispensing CBD water. I love that. That's amazing. I mean, it's <laughs> incredible, right? Because it's almost a cool thing now, right. as opposed to 30 years ago. Oh, you smoke? Come on, get out of here. Right. I do CBD all the time. How do you do it? I do tinctures. I have my vape. I have my lotion. I have this little droplet aromatherapy I do at night with it. I put it on my knees. Even my grandma's using it. Yeah. You know, I give it to my kids to help with seizures. I help with their sleep issues. Well, and that's so incredible. And it's just, it's been amazing. So I've, I've spent a lot of time out in California really exploring what these different products are, who are these companies, who are the people It's a hell of a business trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. I was like... I was putting it on the universe. I'm like, I'm splitting my time between Austin and LA right now. And I kind of did that for about a year. It was really amazing. And so I got to go to a lot of these. My One of my favorite ones was called the Emerald Exchange. And so I got to go to Emerald Exchange. And what it is, is it's like, it's this cannabis farmer's market. But it's the best of the best brands in California. A farmer's market? Like literally like you walk up and there's like just... It was row after row after row after row. <laughs> and, by, and so that's kind of how it got started. By the um, When I went, I think I think Emerald Exchange was a couple years old now, but when I went, they had really taken it up a notch. Where um, I was actually a guest speaker with a friend of mine, and we were educating on cannabis and sex. And um, so they had this whole pop-up tin set up where you got to go listen to, you know, to the growers, you know, seed to sale, listen to business talks, sex talks, everything in between. It was incredible, and of course they had like food trucks there and pop up, you know, pizza, pizza stands. I mean, of course, oh, of course. Wait, but they didn't but, put anything in there, right? No, no, okay. no, no, no. There, was, I think there was an infused meal being served later that evening that you could have paid extra and signed up for. But um, it was, it was so great just to see how everybody has kind of come into their own space, and there are so many different options as far as tinctures, salves, vape pens. Um, you know, different kinds of bud. There was, there's a vape pen that I will never forget. <laughs> it was called Khaleesi's Dragon. Of and course, so, of course yeah. it was. <laughs> and so you have like these new strains that are that are budding up. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they're starting to bud up that are just, you know, you can curtail it so much so to exactly what your body needs and for what your pain points are. And one of my, my, so 
the reason that I became so passionate about cannabis outside of, you know, we started to scratch the surface when we went on this entrepreneurs organization trip um, and got to go behind the scenes. My, my husband's an entrepreneur and he was just, of course, so giddy. He was like, oh my God, there's so many opportunities in this market right yeah. now. Um, and so looking at it like that, but when I came back, my stepmom was diagnosed with glioblastoma multiform. Okay. A um, super rare brain cancer that's hyper aggressive. Mm -hmm. And usually their timeline is only about 14 months um, to live. And I started doing research on alternative. I mean, we've been in the alternative health space for a while. Yeah. And I love that it's called alternative health space because it's just really not. But anyway, <laughs> that's a whole other day. Um, but basically started going down the research rabbit hole of figuring out what it was, you know, that we could maybe be doing outside of, you know, looking into diets and juicing and fasting and everything else, supplements and everything else. But what I kept coming back to was cannabis. And so there was a report that I read. It was um, off of actually UT's, I, I kind of stalked her doctor from MD Anderson and went back through and looked at, um, got into like this database, database of peer-reviewed journals and I don't know if it was at UT or UT just republished this article, but basically it was talking about how THC, particularly for glioblastoma multiform, was showing to cause apoptosis in rats. And so actually killing those cancer cells. And I was just like, oh my God, like how do more people not know about this? This is totally insane. But then what I came up against is what the cannabis industry and what, you know, around the nation is going on right now is just the stigma. Mm -hmm. And, um... And, you know, I, my stepmom was an amazing psychologist out of Oklahoma. And, I mean, we were in Oklahoma, and so doing it legally there wasn't an option. But, um, and unfortunately, her disease had progressed so much that, you know, she, she couldn't travel. Sure. Um, which is just another sad thing and why I'm such a strong and passionate advocate um, for getting this medicine to people who need it. And it really is medicine. And, um, yeah, so that's when I really started... Uh, Furthering, furthering the mission of educating myself and educating others around cannabis. Yeah. Um, and just as far as, you know, destigmatizing it is so necessary. And why I love companies like Dosis, or there's another company called Papa and Barkley out, um, I think they're in Santa Monica. And it's just, it's this like sweet little picture of this little old man and his golden retriever right by his side. And it's all pertaining around, like he's really trying to bridge the gap to get to the elderly audience who has arthritis and aches and pains every day when they wake up. And it's like, here's a salt that can solve your pains. You know, here's a, here's a lotion that you can put on that feels really good and it smells amazing and nice and minty. And, and so that was... Getting to witness more of those brands at Emerald Exchange, seeing how this market has has really been pushing itself forward, and then seeing one of my favorite things, and I love Austin for this reason too, but it's it's an instant community that you can build, mm -hmm. and that is something that all you know, alternative health therapies and things like that. I love that community that that comes together because it's just like how can we support you to better your health, and cannabis is the same way. Everyone is there to say, hey, how can I support you right now? I made the best friends. I mean, I couldn't talk to a lot of my family, a lot of my friends about what was going on with my stepmom. But the next day, anyway, I had five new best friends out in California who were like, hey, how can we support you during this time? You know, 
what if we got your stepmom to talk with a nurse, you know, out in California at Canakits and see if that made her feel a little bit better? And it did. And, like, she finally, you know, kind of opened up to it, but it was just a little too late yeah. at that time. But, I mean, there's so many, it's just, it's an incredible industry. It, there are incredible people behind it, and I'm just sad we don't have it in Texas yet, but I know it'll be. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. I mean, what, what part of Oklahoma are you from? Tulsa. Tulsa, okay. My wife grew up at Oh, did yeah, you? yeah. Oh, so crazy. I'm very familiar with with Oklahoma, and the funny thing I was going to say is, I think they just passed something for medicinal they purposes, did. right? They just passed a law. Yes, they did. Um, so it was the most flexible um, medical law that had basically ever been passed. They had the most lenient uh, terms to it, but now, of course, they're coming back and trying to curb all of those terms. Basically, like you could go and you could get um, you know your medical card and have any ailment. There were no restrictions around what ailments in particular you had to have to sure. classify as a medical cannabis user. Um, but no, I think they're... But the law's there. It's not like the law's being reversed, right? No, but stipulations are being put in place to make it really difficult to enact. But put it this way, the surprising aspect of Oklahoma doing this, oh, I mean, totally. yeah, because <laughs> totally. it's conservative. I mean, I mean, Oklahoma people are salt to the earth. I, yep. I think everyone's wonderful, but Abortion is very legal, uh, illegal there, right? And the governor and everyone involved in there, there's been a whole issue with it. We've had friends that we knew were affected by it mm -hmm. and on both sides of, of the fence. And, and it's the Bible Belt. It is the Bible Belt. And I always joked with my wife about it. And, I mean, like I said, there's wonderful people there, church-going people, God-fearing people oh my who were told for years that weed's right up there with cocaine and heroin, how it's going to just ruin your life. You're and gonna get addicted. You're, you're gonna, gonna get addicted to it. You're gonna die. It's a gateway drug. You're gonna yep. be winding up like you know, uh, chasing whatever on the streets to get your next fix, right. right? And that and that's still kind of that same stigma. And I mean, it's it's weird because over the years, the social movement has been one to basically very trendy, right? Like one of the things now you see is there's uh, there's commercials with with gay couples on. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's funny because it it's weird like. People, yes, are being more of aware and accepting of people who are gay, but then also you have like all this marketing and business people, they're basically saying like, there's a huge market here. Why don't we have, the next time they're opening up a soda and eating a burger, all-American burger, you know, maybe we have two dads there and a kid at a local convenience store or something doing it, sharing a moment, yeah. and then from there, that relates to everyone. We cover yeah. all our bases, right? Yeah. From our culture standpoint, Hispanics, you don't have to convince them to smoke weed. You don't have to convince them to be cannabis. <laughs> they call it marijuana, right? Uh -huh. And they've been doing it forever because guess what? The culandera, the medicine woman back in the day, was using that. Right. Because it was a plant. Right. Baldo has a story here. He had a huge burn on his arm, and his grandma back in the day yeah. went in the backyard and took a bunch of stuff, mashed it together, and yeah. applied it on there, and then his burn's gone. His scar's gone. And he'll never, I don't know if you'll ever find that recipe but again. Or go with it. Yeah. Right, whatever it was. But yeah. it's incredible because if someone were to bottle that and package it, they would think, oh, this is a new concoction, blah, blah, blah. But the second you slap a weed label on it, all of a sudden people are like, hmm, I don't know if I should be doing that because I was always told that's bad for me. Right. Right. And so mm -hmm. now with the CBD movement, you have documentaries on CNN about it. You have people who are multi-millionaires who are basically saying, I got to get on this because this is the gold rush. This is the next big thing. Yeah, and thank God it has come. I mean, thank goodness that that has occurred because it's finally gotten you know, corporations yeah. to raise an eyebrow and say, oh, hey, this looks like an opportunity. Maybe we should hop on that train. 
And so now, I mean, so now you have articles in Vogue and, you know, It's the cool thing to do. It's, it's so cool. It's oh, trendy, cool. But, that, but it's good for us in but that sense, great. right? Because it looks at the same movement as, you know, uh, certain social changes here in this country, right? right? Like women's right to vote, you know, the fact that gays are accepted and can hold all these types of different you know, positions in the community and not be judged, the same thing's going to happen with CBD where you're going to have a drive through cannabis store on every corner in America eventually, just like it is in Europe, right? Essentially, you and, go to you, the coffee shops, and you like go to the coffee shop, and right, and you can have your choice of it, and, yep. and people are not going to look at you like, oh my gosh, you're going in there, you're doing weed. It's more like, no, they're picking up their medicine. And that's really it, and it's just, it's, it's been so sad <laughs> he's got his timer that's what he said oh my gosh ah! I know I know like it's yeah it's just it's been so sad you know and also how many people are still sitting in jail right now for selling medicine correct you know and or for just carrying it right and just carrying it and having it on their person so like down at um, in Houston it's actually legal to uh, to have up to an ounce of cannabis why do you think that is? It's because MD Anderson is there. And so it's like they know, but nobody's talking about it. And nobody's doing it. You know, Texas. Texas is just still very much a stronghold for being super freaking stubborn yeah. around, you know, well, Anything. these are our values. These are, <laughs> our, you know, yeah. yeah. We're Texas. We're right, Texas. exactly. Like, and I mean, the fact that Oklahoma went before Texas. That's amazing. It is amazing. And that also tells you what is going, like, I mean, that begs the question of what's going on in Texas right now. We do have, you know, three, uh, three hemp grows that have been allowed, yeah. or um, three CBD grows like that have been around. Like farmers Right, yeah. Um, Compassionate Cultivation, I think, is one of them. Um, my husband got to go through and tour that, and he said it was amazing. And so, I mean, it's the tide, we're at the tipping point. Which is yep. the really exciting point is that I think we're at the tipping point, and you know, thanks to Vogue magazine and corporations coming in, um, people are finally going to be able to get the medicine that they need. But it's just, you know, I, I'm so curious what's going to happen for those people who were medicine distributors or carrying it around previously. How are we gonna How are we gonna help them? And yeah, I I get it. I, I it's it's a complex issue, right? I mean, so, it's. But it's bringing the awareness to the front where we have to deal with it, right? I don't, there's, I mean, there's, you can get a whole thing like how is it going to affect um, the people who are basically selling and distributing here across the country, crossing the borders, the drug wars, like what is it going to do to the black market, you know, like, I mean, I, I know there's so many different things, but it's, it's inevitable. I mean, that's essentially what we're having. We're having this conversation in 2018 and because... And we have to have these discussions. Yeah, because 2019, they're going to say, okay, guess what? Now it's legal in 20 states. And it's the same thing. Will a 21-year-old decide that they want to go buy a case of beer or a pack of joints, right? And at that point right there, if it's legal, are people going to say, okay, it's cool now. Like, it's fine. We don't have an issue with it. In fact, we'd rather you smoke those joints and rather drink that beer mm -hmm. because I know in the long run it's going to be healthier for you, right? Well, exactly. I, you know, it's just you look at it. So there was a woman... I can't remember her name, but she lived to 125. She was like, she's basically like the oldest known person on earth. And her whole thing is like, she drinks some palm wine or some kind of wine every single day, and she smoked the biggest fatty I have ever seen. <laughs> There's a picture of her on the internet. I can't remember her name exactly, but just Google. She's 125 years old, and and she lived that long. And it was just like she was happy. She was doing what she wanted, and I mean. 
maybe not the palm lime, but yeah. anyway, but like, but this plant is here to help. I mean, it's regenerative. Look at what's going on with our brains right now. Look at the NFL. Look at why they're putting so much effort behind this. And our body, the rest of our body responds the same. And so, you know, and why is this helping cancer patients? Why is this helping kids with epilepsy? What is, you know, begging those questions to legislators and, you know, everyone else, I think is really what's going to be the thing that continues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I... And that's why I wonder, how many cancer research articles is it going to take before the mainstream public is like, we're cool with this now? You know, how many seizure research articles are you going to see where it says it helped it? How many parents are going to come out in the open and public and say, it helped my kid, it helped it before somebody says, you know what, let's let's keep this here. Maybe this is something good for us. Well, exactly. And then how many more research? So the end of the report that I was reading, it was done back, I think, in either 2007 or 2008 about glioblastoma and THC. Um, and at the end of the report, it was like, this study should be further continued. I couldn't find anything else online in regards to that study. I hate to tell you this, but every medical report that says something's positive, it always says that at the end just the CYA themselves, right? Because yeah. we don't know. And But it, it's going to... It's going to be the norm in the future. It's just, it's going to be, the thing that you almost like is going to happen is people are going to judge you for smoking it. Because they're like, oh, why exactly. do you need to smoke it anymore? We can put it in this, we can do it in this, I can stick it behind my ear and all of a sudden, like, I go to the bathroom. Like, it's perfect. Well, and that's the whole thing, and that's, you know, that's something that I've been exploring for a long time is, you know, these alternative forms to smoking it because, you know, there's some, there can be some impacts to, oh, yeah. you know, a lot of cars, smoke. smoke. Yeah. I mean, yeah. still smoke. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but again, that's why I love like, and I loved going out to Emerald Exchange because you got to see all of these alternatives. Yeah. You know, and edibles, and I mean, everything is done. Everything goes through the body differently, though. And so you, so going back to cannabis education, starting low and slow. If you're if you're out there and you're listening and you're interested in how to start bridging that gap or start entering into cannabis usage of any kind. Definitely do it where it's legal, um, but start low and slow. Start with one of these pins from Dosist or something that you can meter and you can really measure and see what works for you. And and um, they've come out with dosing journals, okay, specifically <laughs> for you to explore how it, how cannabis best works for you. Right, and if you, and I want to just keep in mind, it's not that you're going to be getting high off this stuff that you're exactly. trying. It's the idea, like for example, we have teacher here. My mood gets up very, very elevated, but it's not that I'm high. It's just that I'm happy. Well, no, and CBD, and CBD won't. Yeah, CBD yeah. won't do that, but it will elevate. It gives you, you know, it gives you a heightened option yeah. to be able to, to explore or to just care, go about your day where your body feels so much better. Your anxiety, your mood, everything. Just your like pain. what you're saying, your pain. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible what it can do. Yeah, and so if it's... Weed is looked at as anti-inflammation. That's how I basically have always looked at it, even back, way back when I was a yeah, kid. So, so that's the thing. If you came in here today, and I was in pain management, I was mm-hmm. doping out, you know, hydrocodone, morphine, all that crap, you know, stuff that kills people. And every time someone came in and said, "I just got back in Colorado. I'd rather do this than take this pill," I'm like, "Then do it. Yep. Then just do it because this won't kill you. I just can't treat you. Anymore. I just can't treat you anymore. But right. that's the thing. In the state of Texas, we can't do it right now. In a few years, that'll be the case. But I mean, it's it's inevitable. And I really hope that one day, when people finally look at weed as saying like, "This is this is 
what I do in order to function better, one of the one things it's going to be known for is pain. Yeah. And, oh. and if you worry about the pain epidemic in this country, you can tell us firsthand, right? Well, 100%, and also looking at opiate, uh, using cannabis for opiate addiction yeah. and PTSD, there's, uh, MAPS is doing, they've been doing a study for years, uh, Sue Sicily is heading it up, she's also never smoked any cannabis or anything in her entire life. She's an incredible woman, and she's heading up um, all of the research and the study for cannabis for PTSD. And she just says, I got to see a picture of the weed that the government sent her, and it was the most dank-ass weed. Ever <laughs> like Pineapple Express there, style? <laughs> no, dank actually not in a good way. It had rocks and sticks oh, and nice. shit. It was shit. It had been frozen... Do you guys cuss on your podcast? Plus, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, it was a it's word. like swag. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, gosh. It was terrible. And I was like, how did you get results from this? And she goes, I don't know, but we did. But they still got results from it. Even with the worst of the worst. And, I mean, it was just, yeah, no more anxiety. That's funny. I thought when so it's got all the seeds and stems and everyone else, yeah. I was like, those seeds will make you sterile, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, the seeds, the yeah well, that's all the research I ever needed to know about that. Yeah, don't don't smoke the seeds or the stems. But I mean, that's 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 what we people say now. Those old hippies that back in the sixties and seventies, like Willie and all them, were basically saying, "I can't even smoke this stuff nowadays because no. it is so weird, it's so like modified." That oh now we're dealing with GMO weed. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, my mom says the same thing. She was a crazy seventies hippie, and she was just like, "Whatever you guys, whatever you kids have now," she was like. It reminds me, Robin Williams had a skit, and he, he talks about, he was like, even Jamaicans are talking about the weed out in California, they're like, oh no, don't smoke that weed, man. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so potent, and that's why going low and slow is critical, looking into microdosing, which is another topic. Oh yeah. I'd love to talk about with you guys sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're definitely having an episode too. Yeah, I mean, this, this essentially is, is for the brain, this is for health. Anything that we do here when it comes to biohacking or it comes to like, you know, integrating something uh, that extreme like, like, like smoking weed is basically the idea that it's, it, there's some benefit behind it. People yeah. wouldn't just microdose like LSD if, it wasn't, uh, if there wasn't reasoning behind it. People wouldn't be chewing on nicotine toothpicks if there wasn't a reasoning behind it. Nic- well, and then snooze. Have you guys heard of snooze? It's a tobacco pack. No. Or, no, yeah, I think it's tobacco or nic- I don't know. Just check out Snooze. I, I need to do my research on it, but it's like a little lip pocket that you can put in and like go about your day and enhances creativity, <laughs> simulates, and it's all natural. So going back to the plants, you know, that's the plants are my passion and I will be here to add. It's, cool. it's going to be amazing. Who would have thought that weed is going to add years to your life? Yeah. Now they can make a chip of it where I can just like <laughs> <laughs> you slowly just microdose this constantly. <laughs> We're getting closer, right? You can put that little thing right there, right? Well, exactly. You'll be able to load up different ingredients, like different formula blends, right? Today mm-hmm. I'm going with chill. Tomorrow I'm going with extreme. Like, what if I do both of them at the same time? <laughs> right? <laughs> Your brain's just gonna be confused as hell, right? I'm like, I can't even comprehend, which is gonna Sure. Exactly what will happen. Yeah, so you're going to say, well, I'm going to do my own experiment later this weekend yeah. uh, and, yeah. and try the little bit of combination cool. of both. Yeah. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll get you back on. I mean, we'll get you back on and we'll talk more. Because okay. it was funny. You said, I got a list of things to talk about. Was was cannabinoids oh. on that list? Was oh, it number cannabis. one? Well, no, it wasn't. But cannabis uh, and cannabis retreats, I have to tell you guys really quick. Okay. So I went on this, um, 
it's a, it was a retreat called Cannibalist. Are you sure it wasn't in your backyard or your friend's house? I mean, that's every day. I experienced, no, I don't, yeah. Anyway, so I went on this retreat, my husband and I did it, and it was like, I think four or five days long. I can't even remember how long it was. <laughs> but it was, it's put on by this woman, Sarigabe. She's incredible. I love her. Um, and cannab- and her retreat was awesome. But um, I will say, going, I, I, I don't know. It's just, if you've ever smoked weed for like four days straight and eaten it and vaporized it and dabbed it in every form possible, I was a little slow for three days, but I felt incredible for like the month, <laughs> like, like the month after that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, would highly, highly recommend it. That's not microdosing. No, that's not my, no, it's microdosing <laughs> to the extreme. But, um, but I have some funny stories that we can talk about next time nice. from that retreat all right hilarious. well we're gonna have to book you for another one and then yeah. we'll get into the biohacking we'll talk about nad yeah. and then uh we'll talk about uh any other things that we should be uh doing i mean honestly i learned a lot here so yeah. that well, was really where, cool. where can they find yeah you? where can they find you how can do you yeah. have uh do you have a handle can people well so um a couple of things you can find me i'm definitely super active on instagram yep. so my instagram handle is a m underscore wild woman i think that's what it is yeah um, yeah, that's what it is. And, um, or you can find me at Dope Retreats, which, so I'm actually working on putting, uh, together, once I get my first thousand Instagram followers, I'll be doing, um, a two-day retreat on cannabis education. Here in Austin? No, not here in Austin. Of course not. It'll be in California, but we will be doing, uh, workshops and things here in Austin. If people want to come in and learn about CBD, um, I know you guys have a good purveyor here, and so basically want to introduce people to, you know, vetted quality products that they can use legally here in Texas, but then we're going to go have a lot of fun out in California. Oh, well, if you need our help, we can be there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can I'm go out so there and meet each other. We can definitely go out and meet each other. We're going to do shots, oh we gosh. can do whatever. We'll bring, we'll bring so the funny. vitamins and all. Like I said, if I could extract CBD into an IV, yeah. I totally would. Oh. So you put me in contact with someone out there that yeah. can do that, and then we're off to a whole nother another part of helping us. So, cool. Well, thank you, thank you Amanda Crawford. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much. Y'all have a good thank one. You See you on MSW Lounge.